This is the Pooja and Gurdeep podcast. From 98.1 CHFI Studios in Toronto, Canada. Hey Toronto, this is Ed Sheeran. This is Kelly Clarkson. Hi, this is Brian Adams. This is Adele. This is Madonna. It's Michael Bublé. And you're listening to the Pooja and Gurdeep show. It's fun. They're amazing. So back to work, back to routine, and for some of us who have trouble remembering people's names, Mm -hmm. myself included, Mm -hmm. you as well, Gertie, it also means that you have to get back to like, oh yeah, what was that guy's name again? Or what was that girl's name again? And the worst part is you reach a point where you can no longer ask. Like, there were people at our last job that I worked with for 10 years, and I didn't know. And after a couple of years, you're like, I can't ask now because I'm going to hurt the person's feeling. We've now been at this job at CHFI for two years. We're now at that point. We cannot ask. Anyone's name we don't know. We've known for t- we can't ask. It's rude now. We've been in situations in social settings where you're like, okay, you tell your partner, you tell somebody like, hey, if I don't introduce you, it's because I don't know their name. Make sure you introduce yourself. Yep. And then we've all been there where that happens, right? Like my husband, Paul, will be like, hi, I'm Paul. And they're like, oh, hi, nice to meet you. And you're like, no, say you're your supposed name. to say your name. And instead, I just got to, when I see that person now, I'm like, hey, that guy. <laughs> Yeah. Okay. So what's the hack? Help me out here. So this woman went viral uh, for this hack and people are saying it's genius. I'm not sure it's genius, but uh, what she'll do is she'll say to you, hey, have you ever tried saying your name three times to yourself? What? And then you'd go, Gurdeep, Gurdeep, Gurdeep. You'd be like, oh. Yeah, that is weird. And then she gets your name. What's the point? <laughs> did like did just Candyman appear behind you in the mirror? Like what what's supposed to happen? I here? don't know. Is it Beetlejuice? I don't know. Like maybe you have to have a story ready. Like oh, like a, it's very hard to say your name three times. Like maybe you got to add something to it, and then somebody will want to try it. But you're basically getting them to say their name without asking them what their name uh, th- is. That's ridiculously transparent. They're gonna know why <laughs> because you've always called them Buddy or Champ before that, and then now you're gonna start calling them their name. I would at least make something up like, did you know it's impossible to say your name three times in under two seconds? Right. And they'd be like, gritty, gritty, gritty. Oh, you did it. Wow. Yeah. Like, I'd give some kind of premise that makes it seem... You can add your own little sauce on there. I'll tell you what, I could have used this hack. Where were you, like, a few weeks ago? Because I embarrassed myself badly right here at Rogers, and I'll admit it. What did you do? So, you know, we've talked about how we have shared workspaces here. So after the show, we sit down at whatever desk is open, and there's people from the station, people from other stations sitting around, and there's a girl who uh, works here who we chatted with many times, Mm -hmm. and we were in conversation, and as I was leaving, I was like, all right, I was like, keep it real, Chloe, and she's like, what? (gasps) And I go, keep, keep, keep it real, Chloe, (laughs) (laughs) and you were there, you witnessed this. And here's the thing. I thought her name was Chloe as well. No, it was not. And she goes, what did you call me? And I said, Chloe? And she goes, that's not my name. And, and then didn't, didn't tell you what her name is? N- no. Well, I think she was waiting for me to correct myself. And I knew I was, like, on the dartboard. I was, like, in the green circle around the bullseye, <laughs> but not quite there. And uh, it turns out it was Kylie. Yeah. Next time, you know I, what to come do. Come on. Partial credit. Five letters. Same sound. Heart seek. Yeah. Yeah. Next time, what are you going to do? What are you going to do, Gardeep? <laughs> You know, the best part about this whole thing is I watched it from the sidelines. and Thanks for the help. <laughs> Thanks for the help, Blair. <laughs> I didn't know her name either. But I just watched you struggling and, and not really struggling, somewhat struggle. And then uh, she goes, yeah, so what's my name? You went, eh, and you just gave up and <laughs> walked away. <laughs> I'm going to dig myself in deeper. <laughs> Chloe, Chloe, Chloe. I mean, Kylie, Kylie, Kylie. From CHFI Studios. It's the Pooja Ingridee Podcast. The best part of waking up. No.
It's not. Give me my coffee bag. <laughs> no. I need my folders in my cup. No. And look, we all do it, right? You wake up and I, the first thing you look forward to is that cup of coffee or tea. Maybe even you, you get up and you put the kettle on. Maybe that's the first step. It's the soundtrack of my morning. The Yes. That's not dial a motor from 96. That's my machine grinding beans. Mm-hmm. And there's some people who you don't you don't want to talk to them. You don't want to go near them until they have that first sip of coffee, right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Well, if you're having that coffee within the first hour of waking up, you're doing it wrong. And the reason is it has to do with our body's natural sort of hormone production. When we first wake up, our cortisol levels are at their peak. They're at their highest. And that actually gets us to our alertness. That combined with caffeine can actually counteract what the caffeine is supposed to be doing for you. So you could actually become somebody who's like, oh, I've had coffee, did nothing for me for that reason. Love when you talk science to me. Right? Yeah, cortisol levels. I know. I could have been a doctor. How they commingle with caffeine (laughs) in the first hour. Okay. This is according to experts, but it, it all has to do with the interaction with cortisol. Okay, so you need to wait an hour before your cortisol levels regulate, yes. and then you can have a coffee, and then you're more likely to feel whatever effect it is you're looking for from coffee. Yes, and in the meantime, alienate everybody around you. You have a whole hour to, you know, break up with people, make sure you have friendships that never continue, because if you're that person mm-hmm. who needs caffeine to be in a good mood, that's going to be a tough hour. This may be an abstract addition to this conversation, but this is why I feel separate bedrooms, I think, with your partner are important because then you don't have to face them for the first hour and you're less likely to alienate them when you're a jerk in the first hour of your day until you have your coffee. all roads with you lead to separate bedrooms. We could be talking about anything. I'll be like, yeah, what's with the inflation? You're like, separate bedrooms. You're like, why don't people acknowledge when you let them in on the road? Separate Separate bedrooms bedrooms. might help. It might make us a kinder city. I think you're basically what you're saying is you are not adverse to getting married. You just want separate bedrooms. That would definitely, you know, uh, grease the wheels a little bit, mm-hmm. I think. Um, okay, so what about for the people, to bring it back to coffee, what about for the people who just like coffee for the taste of coffee? Because I'll be honest, I've been drinking coffee for so long now, I don't know that it actually does anything for me in terms of a, a perk, a kick. Got it. I'm drinking it because I love the taste, the flavor, and I find it super comforting. So can I have it in the first hour? I mean, you could, but why would you want to do that to your body? Why would you want your hormones to be, like, operating at that level? Why wouldn't you want to have them regulated? I feel like this study was brought to you by the same people who said, don't swim for an hour after eating. <laughs> and it's not true. I'll tell you what, Booge. Oh, no. <sighs> oh, my cortisol. The Pooja and Grenade podcast. From 98.1 CHFI. It's Word Nerd Day. Word Nerd. Word, word, word. Word is the nerd. <laughs> is it okay to call somebody a word nerd? I think so. I it's think it's kind a, of I think a, compliment. It's a compliment. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, you have a rich vocabulary. We all know that person who, like, uses big words or obscure words, right, that they know nobody else knows. Who's that person for you? You. Nice. Thank you. I love it. I'm that person for me, too. Uh, okay, so Word Nerd Day. So this is what we're going to do. We're, we've each come up with a word that the other person likely doesn't know, mm-hmm. and uh, we're going to try and guess what it means. Okay. Do you want me to go first? Sure. Sure. Um, collywobbles. What? <laughs> collywobbles. It's a word. Collywobbles? Yeah. Can you, you spell it? C-O-L-L-Y. Wobbles. Collywobbles. Okay. Collywobbles. Collywobbles. Collywobbles is... Uh, 
describing like um, that feeling when you sort of get like weak in the knees and your knees start trembling and you're either brought on by like nerves or something you're about to do like presenting a speech or in front of a crowd Mm. you get the collie wobbles Mm. no that's not it no okay no that would be obvious and it would work really well let me use it in a sentence for you okay you often give me the collie wobbles. Oh, okay. All right. It's when uh, you're vegetarian. Your co-host is vegetarian, what? and she orders uh, cauliflower, <laughs> and her, the cauliflower is sweating on the plate, and it starts, like, gyrating and shaking uh, on the plate next to your tempeh. No. Okay. What? How is it not that? <laughs> wow. It's so specific. Uh, no, collie wobbles is a bellyache. You know, oh. we laugh so hard that sometimes your what, belly aches. What, like, decade did you go to get these definitions from? <laughs> this is 1920s? Yeah, she's giving me the collie wobbles, no, see? I'm going to start using it on the show. <laughs> That's ridiculous. On a go forward. Oh, stop with the collie wobbles. Collie wobbles. I can't breathe. No, I question where you got this from. Okay, your word, Pooja, uh-huh. on Word Nerd Day is pellucid. Pellucid? Pellucid. <laughs> is that just when you're lucid and you add Pooja in front of it? You're pellucid? <laughs> <laughs> when Pooja is lucid? <laughs> She's pellucid? No, it's not that. No? It's not that. When okay. Pooja is lucid, pellucid. You no. did a sentence for me. Uh, pellucid in a sentence. Right now, it's P-E-L-L-U-C-I-D. Um, on this show, uh, one of my goals is to be pellucid every single morning. Oh, um, does that mean loose? <laughs> You're just like, taking part of the word. Just not not being uptight. This is the worst uh, <laughs> definition since collywobbles. <laughs> being present. Uh, no, uh, pellucid is to be transparently clear and easily understandable. Oh. Unlike this segment, <laughs> <laughs> the Pooja Ingerdeep Podcast. This is the Pooja Ingerdeep Podcast. Today, Apple is going to reinvent the phone, and we are calling it iPhone. Hmm. It was uh, 17 years ago, 2007. Yeah, and they might want to start to think about how they're going to reinvent themselves with a new marketing campaign after what just happened on the Alaska Airlines flight that we've all heard about by now, you know, where the door basically blew out mid-flight. That is nightmare fuel. Oh, it, it looks like a scene out of a movie. You can't believe it's real. And I guess the force of that, it forced cell phones out of the hole. One guy was sitting in the row and his shirt came off. Come on. It actually came the, off. I feel like if I was making a movie about that, that would be a dramatic liberty I would take. We're like, how about this guy, you in 4F, your shirt's going to fly off. you got nothing but a bow tie on. Yeah, imagine like he had to get up from where he was sitting because he was close to the hole and then go sit in another row. And the lady beside him was like, who? Who is this kid with no shirt on? What's he doing here? Had no context of what just happened. Uh, anyway. How do you not realize that happened on a plane? Like, wh- like, I only know what this would be like. I don't know the science of it. I just know based on movies. Like, does not does everything not just get sucked out of the plane? I you guess would, not. You would think. I guess it depends on the altitude. But uh, anyway, uh, cell phones went flying. Okay. And uh, an Oregon resident actually found one of those cell phones. It was an iPhone that dropped from, what was it? 16,000 feet. 16,000 feet. It was perfectly intact. Nothing wrong with it. Not cracked. Everything was fine. I once dropped mine on King Street about (laughs) two and a half feet out of my hand. Yep. And it landed face down. I went to go pick it up. Smashed. Smashed. Yeah. I once looked at it without wearing makeup. Just cracked. (laughs) Medusa. Yeah. 
I mean, you know what I mean. Like, my kids, uh, I've got toddlers. They'll grab my phone all the time. Yeah. So there's cracks all over my phone because it's just, it's in their little hands. And sure enough, they'll crack the screen. It's so easy right. to crack a screen is 16, the point. 16,000. Now, I know with every iPhone that comes out, it gets stronger. It gets better. It get, like They just keep improving it. So right. I don't know if this, I don't know what kind of iPhone this was or what kind of case was on it. But man, yeah. like that... 16,000 feet and this iPhone's intact. You're right. This is the next iPhone commercial. And the battery was still, like, working. Like, he could turn it on. It still had its battery and... Angry Birds was still running in the background. (laughs) Like, what? From CHFI Studios. It's the Pooja Ingridee Podcast. I feel like I just look at my phone and it cracks. My kids look at the phone and it cracks. So everybody's got a story of how the screen on your phone has cracked. We want to know what is the most embarrassing way... You cracked your phone. Mm-hmm. And uh, we're getting uh, some calls here. Uh, let's go to Mississauga. Sharice, what's that for you? I totally forgot it was in my back pocket. And they sat down on the chair. <laughs> How quickly did you realize what you had done? Oh, immediately. I was, like, crying. I was like, oh, my God. <laughs> Did it actually? Did it actually I crack? Yeah, when I looked at it, yeah, it literally cracked. It like, So, Sharice, I've, like, got, oh I've got to ask the question: When you go to get it replaced, or you have to go to, you know, a tech person to explain it, how does that go over? <laughs> you were laughing, crazy. So it survived a sixteen thousand foot drop, but <laughs> not my backpack. <laughs> Uh, Sharice, you're hilarious. Thank you so much for the call. Thank you. (laughs) I love that. Okay, what is the most embarrassing way you've cracked your screen or broke your phone? Let's do another one here. Tiger in Toronto. What happened? I was uh, having a phone call, and you know when you pee and you hold your uh, phone in between your face and your shoulder? Yeah, yes. (laughs) So the phone went through and smashed. And it broke the toilet. <laughs> wow. wow. So your phone and your toilet collided and your phone won. <laughs> phone won. The phone won. Oh, my gosh. I, Absolutely. This is another advertisement for the phone. It'll crack a toilet seat. That's amazing. <laughs> iPhone 3 in that time. So iPhone 3, iPhone 4, I don't remember. Tiger, I love it. Wow. And we've all like done that. You've been on the phone, you have the phone between your, you know, your shoulder and your head, your ear. Have we all done that? <laughs> ha- haven't we? <laughs> no? Bluetooth? No? <laughs> okay. Oops. Okay. The Pooja Ingerdeep Podcast. Welcome to Get Beat Gurdip on 98.1 CHFI. Nina from Mississauga is hoping to beat Gurdip. And here's the thing. Nina watches Jeopardy. Uh Uh-oh. Has been watching Jeopardy Mm -hmm. from her childhood. So I don't know about your chances of of beating her, Gurdip. Do you know why I'm not worried? Because Jeopardy, the contestants on there are very smart. And uh, a lot of the questions here are very dumb. So um, this is why I'm good at this game and I wouldn't do well on Jeopardy because it's like, you know, useless 90s pop culture. This is this is where I excel. Nina, are you feeling pretty confident about your chances based on his description of this game? Now that he says that, I'm not so sure anymore. <laughs> it's all mind games. Don't listen to me or do. 
So, Nina, I've got five trivia questions for you. I'm going to give the same ones to Gurdip. If you get more right than him, you'll win $100 of his money, plus you'll get the bragging rights. So if you can do the honors of kicking him out, that'd be great. Thank you, Gurdip. Thanks for getting my coffee, and I'll see you when I win. Already? Ooh, I like it. Dripping with confidence. Okay, here we go. Recently, Andrew Lloyd Webber called in a priest to rid his house of a poltergeist. What is the longest running musical ever? Phantom of the Opera. There's a new AI powered Elvis Presley avatar show coming this year. In what city would you find Elvis's mansion? The name of the mansion being Graceland. Um, I know this. It is Vegas. Peloton has partnered with TikTok to share short form workout content. Before he was stripped of his titles, how many Tour de France races did Lance Armstrong win? Ooh. Um, 30? Britney Spears says she will never return to the music industry, and the rumors of a new album are trash. What Muppet lives in a trash can? Oscar the Grouch. Have you heard of Buddy Moons? It's a trendy way for newlyweds to celebrate their love with their friends. In the nursery rhyme, Hey Diddle Diddle, what animal jumped over the moon? The animal that jumped over the moon was a cow. Okay, Nina, we'll get Gritty to come back in. Oh, gosh. And see how he does with the same five questions. Where is Nina's coffee that you were supposed to get her? It's on order. It's coming. And by the way, if she wins uh, this, like, $2 for this coffee, it's being deducted. She's getting 98 That's right. Okay, here we go. Recently, Andrew Lloyd Webber called in a priest to rid his house of a poltergeist. Ooh. What is the longest-running musical ever? Is that a clue or misdirection? Phantom of the Opera? There's a new AI-powered Elvis Presley Avatar show coming this year. In what city would you find Elvis's mansion, Graceland? Um, Memphis. Peloton has partnered with TikTok to share short-form workout content. Before he was stripped of his titles, how many Tour de France races did Lance Armstrong win? Ooh, like, with, do I have to get it within one or two or, like, right on? Right on. How many did he win before he was stripped? Oh, shoot. Um... Seven. Britney Spears says she will never return to the music industry and the rumors of a new album are trash. What Muppet lives in a trash can? Oscar the Grouch. Have you heard of Buddy Moons? You have. Yes. Because I told you about them. Is that the answer? Do I get it? (laughs) No. Uh, It's a trendy way for newlyweds to celebrate their love with their friends. In the nursery rhyme, hey diddle diddle, what animal jumped over the moon? Oh. Hey, did a little and a cow jumped over the moon. Remind me not to get you to read any nursery rhymes to my children. Uh, Nina, you got three out of five correct, and Gurdip, you got all five correct. What? Wow. Yeah. Even I I'm shocked. I guessed on at least two of those, maybe more. I guessed on Lance. I guessed on the diddle diddle and. Uh, mm. I don't even remember what else. I kind of blacked out there. Memphis is uh, where I you'll find Graceland. I wasn't sure about that either. Phantom of the Opera is the longest running musical one, ever. Yeah. yeah. And so in the end, Nina, you know what you Woo! got wrong? And you weren't able to bring, beat Gurdip, so you know what that means. Can't beat Gurdip.
Uh, Nina, I take a oat milk latte. Thank you very much. <laughs> Coming right up. Thank you. You were so much fun. Thanks so much. Thank you. Thanks for listening to the Pooja and Gurdip podcast. Listen to Pooja and Gurdip live weekday mornings from 5 to 9. Only on 98.1 CHFI. Toronto's perfect music mix.